Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Okay, real quick before we start this episode, I'm actually recording this part after I recorded the first part because I recorded this episode and realized that I missed a big part of back to school routines and routines in general when you have kids who are like three and under, but especially with kids who are two and under, or if you have babies and toddlers or baby and three-year-olds and just how to approach these differently. I'll share a little bit in these episodes coming up in this episode as well about how I'm recently out of that season of life. My youngest is three. She's actually almost four. And I used to talk about routines often and simplifying your time and your energy and your relationships and your self-care and your fitness and your health, just not all of those in depth, but creating simplicity in your life so that you can focus on all of those. 
And the thing that I forgot to mention in this episode, I'm going to say it right now, is that if you have babies or toddlers right now, your routines are really centered around them. And that's just the way it is, right? It's baby o'clock, it's toddler o'clock all of the time, and it just is what it is. And so trying to create a really rigid routine or schedule just isn't possible for most people. You might be somebody who can figure out how to do that. And if you are that type of person, then you're probably not listening to this episode anyway. But if you are somebody who's, I just cannot, I cannot figure out how to be consistent. I cannot figure out how to stay, stick to a chore chart, stick to a cleaning routine, stick to just basic things that I feel like I should be able to do. And you have babies and toddlers. It's not you. It's not you. (laughs) It's just that I personally don't think that it's sustainable. It's not a realistic goal for the average person to try to achieve unless you have a nanny or you have family who lives with you. And even then it's it's still baby o'clock. And I want to let you know that does go away, right? You do get to a place where you can communicate with your kids. Like we have, this is the time for this. And this is when we do that. And this is when mom does. This is when mom works out. This is when mom works. This is when we go to sleep. This is when we do quiet time, right? You do get to a place where you can do that. And so consistent routines get easier, but yeah, that's why I stopped talking about this kind of stuff for the last several years on here. And I'm excited to start talking about it again, because when I am in that season of life, it's just not possible. And I don't want you to feel bad about it. There are things that you can do. You've got to be flexible. I'll talk about it in the rest of this episode, simplifying your home, your stuff, your clutter, saying no to things and understanding that you're just saying no to things for right now. You're not saying no to things forever. It's taking things off of your plate it's prioritizing, it's having clear boundaries for yourself. And that's what you can do. So rather than focus on like, how do I get my kids to let me do things all the time? How do I figure out how to do more of the time? It's really about doing less, right? And especially in culture in like the United States and Canada, we just aren't really taught that. And I will also tell you that I think that sometimes it can go too far, right? We can say, ah, just rest and recover. And then it turns into complacency, which I also am aware of for myself. But when it comes to babies and toddlers, give yourself a break. Don't expect the perfect routine. Know that it does get easier when your kids get older. And other than that, enjoy the episode. So thanks so much for being here. Let's finish the rest of the episode where I talk about the things that go into this episode. And I just had to add this in real quick. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about back to school routines. So as I'm recording this, my family is still two weeks out from actually being in school. And I'll just give you the ages of my kids and what's going on. So I have one kid starting high school, one kid starting junior high, and one kid starting kindergarten. The other one will be home. And the other is my stepson who is also in high school. So we've got a lot going on. One of them is doing football every single day. The little two ones have gymnastics, possibly soccer. And then my oldest daughter is finding all of the clubs that she can join for school. So knowing that I am keeping our home routines as simple as possible and focused on just getting the everyday essential things that we need to get done. 
what this looks like for us right now. I also want to let you know where we're at right now and where I'm going. I'll do a follow-up episode to this maybe the first week of September or middle of September after we've settled into the routines, but I've done this enough times. And if you listen to the last podcast episode, you know that I have space to share this stuff with you while I'm in it now because other areas of my life are simplified. (laughs) Currently, when school got out for my kids, we wanted to have a very laid back summer. This is the first time ever that my husband has been able to be available for them because he's been able to work from home and we just, we'd had that kind of a space. So we canceled all of the sports for the summer, all of the activities, all of the everything. And so we just wanted to be able to go to the park when we want to go to the park, go camping when we want to go camping. We took a trip down to Florida. Actually, that was spring. But anyway, it's been very laid back. My big kids, if you have older kids, teens and preteens, they like to sleep. My They are not up before 11. My little kids are up. But it's been like summer, major summertime, relaxed. And it's been great. But with that has also come a lot of being too me being too laid back about things like their chores, cleaning up their rooms, doing our nightly resets. We do them all right. Like we're nothing crazy is going on, right? Like we're still able to like have an easy to be in house and it's not overwhelming for me, but I am excited to get a little bit tighter with our routines. So for us, the essentials that we need to get done are my kids cleaning the bathrooms and they don't know this yet, but they're going to be doing the bathrooms every day. Because prior to this, it's been like we've been trying to figure out how to get it so that the kids consistently clean the bathrooms, which is their chore. And they just don't like we're like, do it every Sunday, every Wednesday, every whatever, writing it up on the board like it just doesn't happen. And so instead of making it twice a week, they're going to be doing the bathrooms every day until it's a habit because um, I don't remember. I don't remember what day they're supposed to be doing it. I don't remember who's supposed to be doing it. It's too complicated. And so one of the things that I teach when I talk about routines and like chores and delegation is just making it the same for everybody all of the time. Like instead of a rotating chore schedule, that gets too confusing. It's not sustainable for me. And then I can't hold them accountable and then nobody does it. It doesn't work. So one kid does the dishes every night. One kid sweeps the floor every single night. They both do their laundry as needed. They both clean up their rooms every night. Bathrooms used to be twice a week, but now because it's been a year of trying different things. It's just not working. Bathrooms are going to be every day. So the first thing that I'm going to be focusing on before school actually starts is getting us into this routine, this rhythm, again, of the chores of, hey, it's nightly reset time. Everybody's doing the nightly reset. Hey, it's bathroom time. Everybody's doing the bathroom. So it's it's going to be part of the nightly reset now for us. And getting them back into that, things like keeping their rooms cleaned and all of that so that those things are done because when those things are done, everything else that we have to do is easier. Showers and baths are easier. Once school starts, making their lunches are easier. Getting homework done, all of that stuff is easier when those things are taken care of because the physical space in our home is easy to be in. And because we have decluttered, by the way, because our house is decluttered, we don't have an amount of stuff that is unmanageable for us. Doing those things every day is really easy. It's adding the bathrooms in is probably is going to make it a little bit longer, but it's going to be like 25 
minutes at the end of the day. Dishes, sweeping, bathrooms, pick up your rooms, done. Normally it's 15 to 20 minutes, but now with bathrooms, it's probably going to be like 25. Totally doable considering that's all we have to do, right? And the house is taken care of. During our nightly resets is when we like pick things up off the floor, put toys away, clean off kitchen counters, all of that, wrap up loose ends, laundry, whatever. And I do have other podcast episodes on the nightly reset. I also teach it inside of my motherhood simplified course, which is a bonus of decluttering simplified, which you can find in the description or in the show notes. Um, okay. So those are what we're going to be focusing on. And then for these next two weeks leading up to school and getting back on school schedule time, I'm implementing a bedtime again. I am implementing more of whatever you want to call it rules around like screen time, TV time, TV's off at this time. Everybody's in bed by this time. I'm not going to share the times because it's different for all of my kids. I have one kid who just, he is a night owl anyway, but quiet time in the house is what we have. So nine o'clock quiet time, little kids are in bed. My husband and I can hang out and do our thing. Everything's taken care of. And that's the expectation now so that they can also start getting used to waking up earlier so that when school starts, they can wake up on time. We can get everybody to where they need to go. And that's at this point, all I'm focusing on because that's all we need to do, right? That's all we need to do is get those things in place. And I know that I just have to worry about, and it's a lot, right? I just have to worry about getting three kids to three different schools every day and then getting them home from three different schools every day. Some of them are on buses. Some of them are not getting them home from their practices. My son's got football every day. So getting him home from practice, getting kids to and from their other activities that they have, right? Because those do pick up. That's all I'm worried about right now is just getting those things done. And when your house is cluttered and you have excessive dishes, laundry, toys, messes, just doing that bare minimum feels like a lot, feels chaotic. It feels often impossible. And like you never get to a place where you're really settled into a routine. And that's why I'm going to do this follow-up episode with you about the beginning of September to let you know how it's going. Because since my home and the stuff inside of it is reduced, like my kids have enough clothes, but not too much. My kids have enough toys, but not too much. We have enough dishes, but not too much. We have everything we need, but not in excessive amounts. This makes our routines easier. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for you. There is no secret. There is no like chore chart. There is no magical calendar that will help you manage too much stuff, right? And I know that if you have a lot of kids or you homeschool or you have work or you have this and that, like if you might have more things to juggle than I do, because I, my husband and I are juggling working from home, two of us working from home, all of these kids moving in different directions all of the time. So if you have too much going on, sometimes it's a matter of deciding what you're going to let go of. So I'll give some examples of things that I've let go of over the years. Sorry, I had to pause and move away from my mic because my daughter turned on her show behind me and then left. Do your kids do that where they just walk in the room, turn on something very loud and then leave the room? <laughs> okay, she's back. But hey, babe, I'm going to turn this down just a little bit, okay? Okay. But it might mean if you have, if, if your house is cluttered for sure, 
you've got to figure out how to declutter. There's a free training in the video or in the show notes here that you can get also get into decluttering simplified so that you can declutter your house, but it could be that you have too much. You have to declutter how you're spending your time, which is something that I also do very adamantly. And I've been talking about these things in these last several episodes about how I've done that and what that's looked like in my business and this podcast up in this podcast motherhood simplified over the last three years that has looked like not going live every single day. Like I used to be not holding free challenges as often as I used to not, not talking about simplifying routines because when I had two under two, there is nothing to talk about, right? I'm just getting through it. So sometimes you have to let those things go. So those are some things that I let go in my business and let go as far as motherhood simplified goes. And I'm excited to add those back in because I have the time and the space for it now. But some other things I let go like this year, normally I do like a vegetable garden, fruit garden, flower garden. And I did none of those this year, honestly, because at the end of the school year, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, we decided to cancel sports, all of that stuff. We were all pretty burnt out. We were burnt out from sports, school, work schedules, and we needed that break. And my garden takes a lot of time. So I didn't do that this year. I'll probably do it next year though, but I did not do it this year. I just didn't have the time or the desire or the energy for it. And you might need to be making those kinds of decisions too. What can you not do this year? doesn't mean that you're not going to do it forever. It doesn't mean that it's gone forever. When seasons of your life, sometimes it's got to go. I let go of, oh, I also had, oh, this is hard to admit, hydro gardens inside of my house that I was really excited about a couple years ago, but then they became to be too much work for me in the season of life that I was in and I got rid of them. And now I miss them. And luckily I gave them to somebody in my neighborhood and maybe I can talk to her about getting them back if she ever wants them. (laughs) I won't actually do that. I just, some things I had to let go of that, let go of some of my kids' sports. I let go of things like my gym membership and now I just work out from home. And I know that I can always add things back in. So after my kids get settled, anyway, my point is you might need to find things that you can say no to. No, we're not going to do this right now. For example, the other thing, oh, that here, I'm like, I lost my train of thought. Here it is. My youngest two do gymnastics and soccer. That's the things that they like. And so school starts in a couple weeks. Gymnastics starts in a couple weeks and soccer starts in a couple weeks. And my husband and I have been on board and been like, yeah, we're going to do They're going to do those because they love to do them, especially my three-year-old. She's not going to have her buddy around. She's going to be, Kaylee's going to be at school. So getting her into gymnastics and soccer is going to be good. But this morning I kind of had a moment of that sounds like too much for me, right? Like everybody going back to school, high school, first year of high school is a big deal. First year of junior high is a big deal. First year of tackle football is a big deal. First year of kindergarten is a big deal. Adding in soccer and gymnastics just sounds like a lot. and. They have other rounds of soccer and gymnastics in October. So why don't we just skip this session and start them in October, which is what I think I'm going to do. So those are the kind of decisions that you can make as well. Like maybe I'm not saying no forever. I'm just saying no, not yet. Let's do one thing at a time and make this so that we can actually get settled into it without burning ourselves out. Because I've done that in the past too. And I just don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to do that. And you don't have to do that either. So that is it. That is our simplified routines. Right now, it's just focusing on everybody getting to sleep on time, getting the bare minimum done and getting everybody adjusted into the things that they need to be adjusted in. And while we're doing that, I'm also making time for my marriage and making time for my work stuff. 
and doing that for my husband too, because he's got his own needs and (laughs) his own work stuff. So there's a lot to manage. There's a lot to juggle. And that's how we're doing it. I will follow up, let you know how it's going, how we're settled in and what we decide for all these other things that we're going to do in our life. But best of luck to you during this back to school season, whether you homeschool, I know that's also an adjustment. It's a different adjustment a reverse adjustment than most people, but best of luck into settling into your routines. You can do this. Focus on the bare minimum, declutter your house if you haven't, because that will help make everything easier. And I will talk to you soon. Also, if you get into decluttering simplified, it will help you declutter your house. And now included in a bonus in it as a bonus is the motherhood simplified course that goes deep into routines and rhythms and habits and self-care and relation, simplifying your relationships and finding mom friends, setting boundaries, delegation, all of that is inside of that course now. So you can go to the show notes, find the information for that. If you're interested in joining and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.